Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. In the heart of the realm of Stoke, a new season approaches like the first raids, rays of Irandil's light upon Middle-earth. The summer's gentle embrace bids farewell to leisurely friendly games, leaving in its wake a tapestry of victories and some challenges. As the days wane, anticipation swells amongst the loyal supporters, eager to witness the grand spectacle that is the new season. With a fellowship of fresh faces, clad in the sacred red and white, Stoke stand united, ready to script their names upon the storied history of the club. In this podcast, we embark upon a grand journey akin to Bilbo Baggins' journey to unravel the tales of these new signings, delving into their pasts, presents, and the visions they carry for the future on the hallowed pitch. As we stand on the brink of an exhilarating season, let our hearts be bounded as one, for in the unity of supporters lies the strength that shall illuminate Stoke City Football Club like a beacon in the dark. Intro there by uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. My name is Chris, and joined for this penultimate podcast before the season begins, Dave Cowlishaw, how are you? Oi, oi, all good. Oi, good. Uh, good news for long-term listeners of the podcast, Dave has his hat back now. I gave his hat back to him. Uh, it's only been a year, but uh, he's got it back. Good, good, good stuff. Matt Swift, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Chris. Very much enjoyed that intro. Very, very nice. Very good. It's all the AI. Um, Tom Thrower, are you well? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm a bit concerned that you've already come out of the bat with with Tolkien. Um, I thought like that that might be saved for us being good, or or are we good now? Is that a thing? Who knows? Well, Tom, if only we had a whole podcast to discuss that. I don't know, George Weaver. You are also here. What do you think? Is it going to be a good one? There once was a man from Nantucket. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. It's just but nice we'll... to be here. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> we like being here and that is nice. Well, do you know what, gents? It's lovely to be here. Um, as I say, last podcast before we dive deep into the season and then we get fed up of football again. Um but you out there, dear listener, have heeded uh, Dave's call and have recorded us some voice notes and they are ready to be played into our ears, aren't they, Dave? I hope so. Um, hopefully this can be a, a, a new feature for us. Um, I would particularly like it as the season goes on if these become a lot less rational, a lot more emotional and a lot less <laughs> coherent. So think about it, you know, say we lose 3-0 to Rotherham, you're walking out the ground, you're angry, you can't get through to praise and grumble, just speak your brains into <laughs> our, our little voice notes thingy. Um, we'll, we'll stick a link to it in the description and it'll be on the socials and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I asked people for their pre-season thoughts and uh, observations and predictions and things. And here is what you people have said. Hey, Wizards. Zach here. Um, I am excited for the season. Um, I think it is cool that our new transfer team no longer thinks that foreign and exotic means exclusively Irish. Uh, I think this <laughs> might start a little slow while we get all the new players bedded in. But I think we pick it up in the second half of the season. Tyrese to score at least 15 goals this year. 
I think we finish in fifth or sixth. We make it all the way to the playoff promotion final. We go up 3-0, and then Travers gets hurt, and Bonham comes on, and he uh, <laughs> scores four own goals. And that's how this is. Perfect. Where will Stoke finish next season? Well, we won't go up. We probably won't make the top six, and we definitely won't go down. So it's somewhere in between. <laughs> and it has been the case for the last five seasons in the championship. Happy 300th Anywhere in the top half would be progress, <laughs> of course. Um, we won't expect anything um, of those heady heights as Stoke fans. So I will go for a 13th place finish. Come on, Stoke. That Jordan Henderson's a prick! (laughs) (laughs) Long time listener, first time caller. Uh, My hopes and dreams for the coming season are just to, well, not be an embarrassment. Let's face it, the last few slash many years have been quite shit being a Stoke fan. Uh, New signings all look pretty promising. I hope they uh, settle in well and... uh, if we don't have a successful season, at least we have a positive season and we uh, become a bit of a, a vibes FC, really. Basball. I can see Stoke getting almost into the top six. Not quite. Because the players we have, it's impressive, but we have to jump. As for a team going up, I will say Coventry, because they just seem to be together. So let's see what the season brings, guys. Mm. Hey, Wizards, congratulations for 300 Mm. episodes. Oh, we let this guy Uh, Not bad, considering that Stoke have been on the decline pretty much ever since you've started. So well done (laughs) for holding out for all all these episodes. Um. What do I hope for for the new season? <laughs> to be honest, I'm I'm pretty much done with hoping. I'm pretty fatigued from it. Um, <laughs> oh, Ben! Mean that sound. As the the, there's the fans council um, speaking there. <laughs> it's just how many times have we hoped that new signings will come good, or thought that our manager was the best thing since sliced bread, or yeah. you know thought that we yeah. should really be taking advantage of what has been a poor championship for you know quite a number of years now. It's just never happened, whether it be luck or judgment. We really haven't done anything in the last few years, have we? Um, so because of that, I've, I'm, I've sort of decided not to hope or expect anything other than having a bit of fun this season. Because on the whole, I think the championship is a pretty fun place to be. You know, there's some good away days in there. I, I want to do some more of those. Um, I want to have a better home experience. Hopefully we'll get that this year. Um, wins will help. New blinds. Um, hope some new signings will come good. <laughs> hope we make some new Stoke friends. Um, but yeah, I just want to have fun this year, and hopefully, part of that is listening to you guys some more as well. Ah, shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. But Stoke obviously finishing first. Jacob Brown, forty-six goals in forty-six games. Come on, Potters! I hate the wife. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you want to get in touch, uh, uh, just 
speak your brains to us uh, after the Rotherham game for more of that nonsense. <laughs> that was so brill. Cool. I love that. Thank you, everyone who sent those in. Those were those was brill. Uh, um, a mixed. Well, I was going to say a mixed bag. Generally, I think people are quite excited and are hoping for good things. Since our last podcast, gents, um, we've uh, signed one, two, everyone, a million players. Um, <laughs> it is, it is. I don't, I don't know the best way to do this because I don't know whether you can go through each one and talk in detail. But there's, this oh my god, there's so many players. Um, How's how's the best to do this? I mean, we can go through each individual player. Um, we you started say each player's name, and then all five of us can say our opinion at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. We'll do. Yeah, okay. Or, or I will say. Oh no! Here's what we'll do. I've got a format and everything. I don't know why this is a surprise to me. Um, I'll say the name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say the name, and then we will do a very quick, like, oh, like instant re- response, a sentence inst- reaction, inst- instant noise. Instant like, noise, like signing signing word association. Yes, kind of thing, and then kind of. at the end, I think if and it's then just it, a noise, that's better. Yeah, and then at the end of the names, we will um, discuss about the whole process as a whole. Okay, uh, we'll start. We'll, we'll go in um, in order of where we signed. Michael Rose, permanent. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's gonna go. It's good feature. This guys, good feature. Uh, Daniel Johnson, permanent fit. Mm. Uh. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, the, the, the differing noises there. Uh, Kiana Hoover on a loan. Woo! <laughs> now, just so you know, when I was writing this uh, format up and I kept putting it in, Word was wanting me to correct it to Kiana. However, constantly, <laughs> and I did like, so. I'm surprised that it worked. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher pronunciations. Chiquinho. Whoa. Oh. On a loan. Spice. 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 Uh Andre Vidigal on a permanent. Ooh. Ooh. See. This is great. <laughs> Mark Travers on a loan. Mm-hmm. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Wesley on a permanent. Huh? Uh... Oh, this is this. I feel like people have switched off already. Uh, Ryan, um, how do we say this one? Me, <laughs> me, me. That's, Mar- that's Mario, Tom. Uh, <laughs> maybe Ryan May. Okay, so there's a lot of signings and a lot Moroccan of noise. Ryan. And Moro- yeah, it's not exact. I, I'll be honest, that's not a feature I'm going to keep in, in future episodes. Uh, but hopefully, we're never going to sign a million players all at once. <laughs> um, that's a lot of people, though. And, it's, and the last episode, we were kind of like, oh, I think we've only signed a few. Let's hope we get on with it. it what a difference like two weeks have made. Um, and we played some games, fixtures as well. What do we think of these signings as a whole, then? Is this like sh- signs of a complete new transfer strategy is this the american man working his magic already it was a it was a fantastic friday night to be on twitter um especially i i just i really enjoyed the the kind of friday night double hit here's two attacking signings uh two international quote unquote players um they might be shit 
they might be really good <laughs> but it's the it what we had was an aggressive blitzkrieg of a pr campaign this last Ooh. week um mm. which we'll, we'll no doubt talk about later with uh, alex neil but it seemed like every little thing the club were doing was like um designed to kind of assault you with positivity and good vibes and um what shouldn't go unsaid is that we did need signings like um they're not like a a tasty treat uh for everyone these these we do need the essential sustenance of signings in order to survive in the league um but i think because the signings are so different and the we're signing like foreign players mm. and attacking players and attacking foreign players and, and spending money dave and spending some what? money what just, just a fraction the... of the 50 million pound war chest <laughs> okay 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 i feel like there's I, I on twitter which also oh, on x x oh sorry yeah x there is uh a general like thing uh, I don't know if people understand like how much money we have because people are like, oh, we got loads to spend. But I was under the impression that whilst we had money, it wasn't like we were going to go out and spend really big. Am I? Yeah. Am I, am I writing this? I, I think <laughs> yeah, that's no, fair I, to say. Uh, the chances, I think, of 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 Moroccan Ryan being our like highest transfer fee, I think, are pretty much certain. I'd be surprised if we spend more money than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think one of the key sort of things I've seen on Twitter is people maybe not um appreciating the fact that the window sort of rolls. It's not like a three year window that's taken in three years and then it's out the window. Like if you if you do fuck up in one season and that season was like two years ago, that's still that still applies. Mm. Like it does just roll along. And the longer you're in the league, obviously the, the worse worse it gets. But you know, we've only been down for Five years, so I'm sure I'm sure we won't. We've never run into any of these problems before, but um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I think I'm I'm looking at it all from the baseline of if you remember back to the uh, fun time that was sort of late April, early May, we were mooted to be signing like Ashley Barnes on a free transfer, and I think mm. when you compare that to the faces that have come in, apart from Ender Stevens, who's like a very sort of functional kind of common sense pick up kind of a player. I think the rest of them all have like quite a decent, you know, they're quite, you know, mysterious, as mysterious as you can get as in modern football. And I think, yeah, they've all clearly got potential to to grow and and you know be resold if that if we need that or take us into a high division, hopefully. Not that I think that ne- will necessarily happen this year, as I'm sure we'll move on to. But yeah, it's it's all pleasing business, and probably largely thanks to Jared Dublin, even though he's been at the club for three hours, he's probably spoken think, the most transfer sense in years. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of. I mean, he's come in clearly with. They mentioned that he'd been working pretty much since sort of the January window, or maybe a little bit after that, with what they kind of wanted to look at in summer anyway. Um, I think there's a mixture of we need so many players that there aren't enough people in the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland to fill that. And also the relaxation of the rules. I saw some people saying, you know, well, these players would have got in on the old points system and one, they wouldn't. But two, also like 
there's a difference between if you know you can get a player in on the wild card, it's much more worthy to scout outside of your scope. Otherwise, what's the point? Because you might scout someone or spend a load of money sending scouts everywhere just to find out you can't get them anyway. So that makes sense to me that we've got a human being who will have come with these players ready-made and wants to sign these already and knows a bit more about it than just the manager's mate. And I, I think as well on the whole wild card thing, it, it, and this is something that I think is actually the big culture change, the wild card thing is beneficial in terms of signing players to then sell on for profit. You don't have to worry about, oh, I'm signing a player from Portugal's first division where they'll get quite a lot of work permit points and then they'll come to the championship and get less points. So if we try to then sell them on to somebody, say, in the Premier League who might want them, they might not be sort of looking at that as an option. But I do think that's the cultural change in, yeah, okay, I, I guess... Jared Dublin has come in and obviously opened our world up to, oh my God, other countries play football. Um, (laughs) But it's something Alex Neal said about uh, Vidigal and about um, uh, Moroccan... um, Ryan. I've forgotten. Yeah, Moroccan Ryan. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) He said that um, we sort sort of got those deals in because... (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's a shame Nigel's retired because I assume he'd just make that noise about all the players. Oh, I've so good. <laughs> I really didn't mean it to be that loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there was a slight... Someone's crashed in their car now, aren't they? <laughs> there, was, there was a slight delay on my on my Zoom. I didn't know where it was coming from. <laughs> oh. Sorry, you were saying something. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> podcast. I thought it was Homer Simpson shouting Marge for a second. <laughs> Just out as as um, in layman terms as possible. What does the wild card rule actually change? What does what is like what what has happened? What what's happened? What's it going means on? you can it means you can sign players without without approval from the FA. And the Home Office, basically. But how does that work? <laughs> or, or, the well, they office. do have to get approval from the Home Office, but the the Home Office don't really care. Yeah, and fuck the they, Home Office. They just they just shout the name at the Home Office like George did, and the Home Office just go, "All right, yeah, fine." <laughs> but does that <laughs> but does that I mean, mean that is how it works? But does that so mean any then any that foreign you can player? Sign any what any foreign yeah, player? you can sign any foreign player you want, as but only four. Unless we get relegated, it, it can used only be, be two. Like a point, it used to be a point system, right? It used yeah, it used to be, to be a like... points a points based system like Australia. I, I, that's a joke <laughs> for the immigration lawyers listening to the podcast. All, all I'm hearing, Tom, is Brexit benefit got the job done. Enough said. Yeah, yeah, Brexit benefit. If you if you ignore the fact that we could have signed anyone from the EU um, before, but anyways, <laughs> don't want to. Uh, right, point making. Alex Neal said that we've signed Vidigal and we've signed uh, Moroccan Ryan, whose second name <laughs> sounds like that, um, <laughs> because they were two good opportunities to turn down. Mm. And more so in a sense of we're getting them for a fee that we think is really good for their market value, mm. which is like, we aren't necessarily thinking, oh, these players 
are what we desperately need for the squad. Like, obviously, we needed wingers. That was obvious. And obviously, attacking players is something we're lacking a little bit as well. But we seem to now be thinking, can we sign this player to sell them on for more money as opposed to, oh my God, we need to find the best number 10 we can possibly <laughs> sign. And that is our only focus, which is like, it's so modern and so not Stoke. And I can't wait to see how it's going to go wrong. And that's very like, very different from a similar thing of kind of, oh my God, he's a shiny player. We have to sign him. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's also not just based around whether you've heard of his name before. Cough, Joe Allen. Kind He'll never leave us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really scared. I'm just really scared. I was so excited at the start of last season because Joe Allen had left and, and like... Anyways, carry on. I'm just going to get sad. Of the, of the new players, and apparently with the... There's still more to come. Hopefully, who knows? No one knows. It might not happen. Um, but of the ones that we have, obviously, are Moroccan Ryan and and the Portuguese lads are quite exciting. But like, who do you think has the? Who, who are you most excited for of the new and, of the new boys? Ender Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think I think. The, there is a point to be made about whilst we've got the the fancy foreign toys which we're all excited for um there there has been the signings of Pearson and Hoyver again on loan and as known quantities go they're they're pretty damn good ones to have you know considering the raft of loans we had last season I think they would have been the first two on most people's list in terms of signing again um possibly Twanzebe as well, but it doesn't look like we're going to get him. Um, so that's really good. And they're not, they're not the most exciting. Well, Hoiver is an exciting player. He's a, he's a terrific attacking right back, but um, that's really good in terms of the, the attacking spice brigade, the spice boys we've got up front. Uh, Chiquinho um, has come very, very highly rated from Wolves fans who maybe a little bit disappointed. He's not, uh, broken through into their first team yet, so that's that's something to keep an eye on. Especially if um, if if they're loaning loaning us the caliber of player of of Hoiver, then it potentially bodes well for us. And he's he's clearly got sort of magic feet. It's it's really interesting, isn't it? That the the guy who we signed, who is a capped Brazilian international footballer, is the one everyone's just sort of going. Mm, it might be all right. <laughs> 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 what do we what do we make of that of the Wesley signing then? What's um yeah, how how do we feel how do we feel about it? Because you're right, like it has been mixed mi- met with a mixed response, a lot of chat about on on X, a lot of chat about like oh his personality and, and stuff like that. I don't feel like Alex Neal is the type of manager who signs players with questionable personalities i don't know maybe i'm just um wrong but like what uh, yeah what's what's your thoughts on on big wes i think it's the plan b he's wanted for a while um i kind of hope he is the plan b i think even 
even on that though like when i see when i hear a stoke manager talking in a pub about needing a target man like i'm quite scared about who's going to get sided and then that evening it's wes and that's quite nice like as far as target men go in the championship he's a pretty exciting in, in in that sense and you know he's he was good before his injury and then he, what was he 22 million quid at one point yeah. i mean and everyone knows transfers are reasonably pr- priced these days so that's so that's good but yeah i'm it's it's hard to really know what to make of him. I mean, I didn't see too much of him at Villa. Obviously, I don't think Villa fans warmed him all that much. Um, he seems like one of those. He might be. He might be to coin a Pulisism. Um, it might be one for the Battersea Dogs home. He might be. Mm. You never know. Just in the dog days of December, when we're looking for a point at Chuffing Plymouth or something, he might be one to get on the end of a delicious hoiver cross in the last minute. Um, but we've got a lot of players there now. We've got a lot of strikers and things. Who, yeah, well, that, that leads me to my big question of all the new signings. And we've got a lot for a lot of rotation, but like who, what what's what lineup's going to be on, on Saturday next week? Chiquino's Definitely up there, isn't he? I think is starting and he's showed it in what he's played so far. He looks, obviously he has played in England before, but he looks like a player who's championship ready. He's not going to be phased. Whereas I think some of the others are, like Alex Neal said, settling into the culture, settling into a new place to live. Um, So I think they might take a bit of time, but yeah, I think he'll go straight in. Yeah, he's kept he's kept Brown going in these friendlies, hasn't he? Quite quite readily, which I think probably says something. I'd be very surprised if like he just drops like yeah, Brown. I don't I don't I think Brown may may find himself on the bench far more this season, but I think initially, yeah, that's kind of quite telling that he's he sort of kept faith with with Jacob Brown. Um, I think I I mean ideally you you, you want Travers Travers um, in in there straight away, don't you? Against Bournemouth, you. Yep. Rotherham, Bournemouth. He's from Bournemouth. Yeah, he's not from Bournemouth. But um <laughs> but yeah, you don't you don't want you don't you want to limit Jack Bonham's playing time to whenever that injury is going to happen to the first team goalkeeper. And that will happen at some point. Um, but I don't think you want to give him up straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree completely. Um before we we break and uh, go into to part two, news of transfers still ongoing, or at least that's what the rumours are. Where do you want to see us make some final signings? What position do we need? I'd like an minds? attacking uh, winger slash forward, please. <laughs> Prefer- preferably foreign and untested. Um, I, I think it's got to be centre-back, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. And right back. Surely we've uh, yeah, got yeah. a right back coming because we got rid of old local Tom. He's oh, my, my chance number fifty nine. Not quite lad, grabbed it. Lad on uh, um my team at work drops me a team's message the other day. I'd not heard the news, but he's a Huddersfield Town fan. And he just, what's Tom Edwards like then? And I'm like, oh, oh boy, he must. 
that that means he must have gone to them and uh the and, the, diff- uh, the the best thing about Tom Edwards is that he's a local lad but when he's at Huddersfield he won't be a local lad and so he's going to struggle <laughs> I think um uh, uh yeah um yeah center back and right back um I don't know what's happened with Joey Jojo Jr Chamadu um because that seems to be a ongoing thing um god just m- maybe we do need to bring Nigel back for the season if we if we're gonna add <laughs> Junior Chamadu to the mix. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully that gets sorted. Uh, I've just seen a, a tweet from the I think the Sentinel. If not, we are Stoke quoting the Sentinel, quoting the Tony Pulis podcast, quoting the Bear Pit, quoting Stoke Loud and Proud, quoting breaking. us somehow by accident, breaking, um, uh, breaking. Alex Neal has refused to be drawn over talks for um what's his name the gun uh, Tom Cannon the gun, at, uh... the gun. <laughs> <laughs> boy now we have to sign him <laughs> get big Wes and the gun up front <laughs> um so I t- I he's not he's not mad enough to get another striker is he yeah I think. As news headlines go, refuses to be drawn is the most non-committal and vague possible. Mm. Even for that fair, kind of thing, fair. I would guess. Where where are we on on the Turkish guy? The, like, like, I mean, we I mean, were... the, I mean, the signing, not like the geopolitics of, of Turkey <laughs> at, the, at the moment. Where where are we on the uh, on, on that? Well, as as we all know. Turkish media, very reliable. <laughs> I was talking to my mate Erdogan about what he thought about the Turkish media. He said, they're great. Love them. And um, if you remember our Premier League days, whenever we had a link from a Turkish media outlet, we were like, wow, that's definitely happening then. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're invested in... Uh, uh, in what Davis? That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Dave's, the, Dave's the... been Dave's been identified by the Turkish <laughs> secret service. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! In, well, do you know what? I think that is a good place to finish up part one of the episode three. Episode three hundred. That's so funny. Uh, um, I tell you what. Before we go and put part two we usually put a little a snippet here of of music or something and honestly it's usually the nathan jones game theme because that's all i have this season if there's any like budding it's not fucking tolkien is it no 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 this is a this is a call much like people oh coming and giving us their voice if any budding music creators want to make a 10 second jingle to play in the middle just yeah Message me. Let's sort that out. Uh, but for now, it's going to be the Nathan Jones game. We'll see you in part. We can pay you in exposure. Yeah, <laughs> really steal it, steering into this content stealing uh, idea, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> uh, it's as bad a performance as I've seen since. To be honest, it's as bad as man the performance I've had since I've been a manager. I, I, I feel physically sick, literally sick. I, I could be sick. I, 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 it's...
Welcome back to part two of episode 300 of the Wizards of Drivel podcast. <clears throat> As the sun dipped below the horizon, casting its warm glow upon the verdant fields of Stoke, Gandalf and Frodo reconvened under the shelter of an ancient oak tree. A week remained until the new season, and the echoes of friendly matches still resonated like a distant song. Frodo gazed, lingering on the horizon where the misty mountains stood tall, veiled in a shimmering haze. Gandalf, he began, the friendly games have been like a riddle, each offering its own mystery to solve. Gandalf nodded sagely, his eyes twinkling with wisdom. Indeed, Frodo. That's not Gandalf. Indeed, Frodo. The trials and tribulations have shaped this fellowship of new signings, akin to a diverse company of adventures. Oh, this is so bad. Um, as the breeze rustled the leaves overhead and Frodo looked thoughtfully. But Gandalf, what of the shadow that may linger from their past? Are they to be trusted like the loyal companions on our journey? The wizard placed a reassuring hand on Frodo's shoulder. Worry not, my dear hobbit. We shall unveil their stories like ancient scrolls, seeking the heart and character that defines each player. As in our quest, we must learn from the past, but march forward with hope for the future. So with that in mind, <laughs> we played some friendlies. We went to Spain. Nice of Barney what... Roney to write an article for us, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm enjoying the Chat GPT authors as much as rhymes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's more disparaging to Chat GPT or to J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> I know. It's definitely. It was really well uh, read, though, Chris. Thanks, thanks. Uh, you wait till we do uh, J.K. Rowling. Um, so we went to Spain, That's we not. played some friendlies, we drew with Levante, we lost to Derby, we beat Burton, and we lost on Saturday to Everton at home in the very last minutes. Preseason, do results mean nothing or do they mean something? Is there anything we can take from the friendlies we've played, or is it as we alluded to in the first half, just going to take a while for chemistry to form? Burton means something. We won a trophy. We won the uh, something big the, one at the, that. Yes, yeah, so the like I can't remember what the hell it was called, but we won a trophy. Blue Ryan Cup. No, no, we never got to lift that one. Remember, we were robbed no, of that. The, we were... Wasn't it like the Bass Friends Trophy or something, 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 like, something like that? <laughs> something like that. Um, but I mean, they they don't mean anything. Results wise, they don't mean I, anything. On that's, on. That's, on X.com, I saw uh, someone like saying that they feel watching those matches that we still present with the same problems of not creating enough, that there's still holdovers from, from last season. Um, yeah, I, and... I saw that re-X'd as well. <laughs> Stop trying to make X a thing. <laughs> Do... Um... I know, I know. You say that uh, friendlies don't really, really matter, but I don't know. Do you? Do you? I guess going into Rotherham this coming week, is there any anything you've seen from the friendlies that either worries you or that you're like, oh, okay, this could this could lead to something exciting? Like, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to single him out, but yeah, Jordan Thompson. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he terrifies me, um, but. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's it, just it, his football club he supports. Yeah. 
this is yeah this is just the the classic question isn't it about because like realistically is this the team that's set up in these friendlies probably not going to be playing most of the games with those personnel in starting positions right you would say yeah it's not surprising we had the problems of last season when like the majority Mm. of the friendlies we've played have involved the players from last season yeah which which does bring us back to you know one of the things Neil said is he wanted to get the majority of work done before they came back for pre-season obviously that hasn't been possible I think they've probably compensated for it with the quality or you know purported quality of player they've signed but that is that is the problem if you do do your business later in the window that yeah you do and, and you have to replace like 24 players that yeah you do end up in this situation where you're probably going to go into the first three or four games of the season without knowing what your best 11 is mm. I think it's fine I mean I, I could say I haven't watched any of the friendlies so I'm less likely <laughs> to be upset by them but I think just the idea that even in the Rotherham game if we're not creating chances freely and not maybe being brilliant defensively, that's also fine because it's a really long season and you kind of, especially when we've got this many new players in, like you said, we're basically just guessing even after that first game, what the rest of the season is going to be like. Mm. Um, So just watch it and have fun and, you know, all of it's meaningless. (laughs) Happy 300. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Um oh well that's that's put a dampener on it. Thanks, George. Uh <laughs> no, it's I, I yeah, I guess. I mean the Everton game yesterday was um an interesting one. Um I did watch that one and I felt that on the whole we looked pretty decent. I watched it on the stream and it was Ian Cranson on co commentary and he Firstly, he sounded like Bob Mortimer doing him an impression of Peter Beardsley, so that confused me. Um, but but as well, he he um, he made the point that he felt that we weren't very clinical and we could have had quite a few uh, goals, I guess, in the first half. And I, I get where that was coming from. I thought we did look good um, against a Premier League opposition, and then we kind of just let it slip at the end not that that's really a big deal because you chop and change the team and it's kind of just it's a friendly again it doesn't really matter but did anyone did anyone watch the Everton game anyone see anything of it did anyone care parts I I think the thing with like we weren't very clinical it's a it's a pre-season game and something like finishing etc I don't know seems like one of those little intangible things in the sense of it, it it needs competition to maybe be generated a little bit and ultimately if we aren't being that clinical against Everton and maybe not creating quite enough chances well they're they're a division above us and I'd hope when we get to Rotherham next Saturday that we might create a few more chances uh, and that's not necessarily something to be worried about I do think it looks like from the bits of pre-season I've seen that like for once we have a manager who has kind of stuck to their guns still after being in charge for like a year, which is, I think that's like the first manager we've had since Mark Hughes to do that. Um, So we're still playing the same football Neil was trying to get us to play last season, which is, you know, it's a tick to to move in the right direction. Uh, And even if we were great and looking good, you know, we'll, we'll have ruined it by November. So don't get excited. 
We did we did score five in a preseason like the preseason game as well this season and like that but you know I know that was not county but I mean they they were capable of creating chances and that was with a terrible team um much more different compared to the one that we rolled out yesterday so yeah I think I, just to back up what Tom's saying you don't you don't really know um like last season we had like two of the most frustrating games of all time against Rotherham mm. um so you know it can happen and it will happen to us this season and we created loads of chances yeah like yeah well. i mean yeah so i mean it's like one of those things where yeah we you know i don't think i, I don't think i don't think results matter much in pre-season but i don't think many people could have gone into last season thinking that we were going to get off to a great start when mm. we just didn't really look that coherent in pre-season whereas this season i think there's been good bits and i think mm. the worst part People are going on about finishing. I think the most concerning part has been how we've been defensively at times. We've made some really bad defensive errors. I'm not so much fussed about the attacking part. I think I think definitely we need to strengthen at the back based on what I've seen in pre-season, mm. if, if anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's fair enough. You, you just saying that there has made me realise that yeah, Rotherham have always have been a bit of a problem team the last few mm. occasions we've come up against them and I'm now kind of worried because in many respects it's the perfect type of opposition you want to play first game of the season at home. But also, oh, if it doesn't go quite well, I just kind of hope that if it doesn't, which there's every possibility, that... that it, it isn't like a, a, a drastic reaction. Because as we, we said in part one i think the the club have done a huge pr exercise to try and get everyone positive and i yeah obviously we the team need to back that up now to keep that going um but it's yeah uh, we'll, we'll talk about the rotherham game in a minute um young players though they've been involved haven't they uh salsa db has been on in a lot of friendlies. He did anyone watch the video of him, by the way, that the club yes. put out? Yes. Really his, speaks yeah. His broad mank accent was great. <laughs> yeah. But did, like oh God it could sound so patronizing. But like he's what is he sixteen or something? He's 16, yeah, 16, he does yeah. not speak like a sixteen year old. He is so I don't know. It was just a really good inter- interview and he came across really well. Um he hopes to make you know, make his debut at some point, and I kind of feel like he he probably will this at some point this season because he certainly has impressed Alex Neal according to comments. Um, what did you think of him? Anyone? Fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just you want it's, it's very nice, isn't it? Um, it's not like nice. I, I think the um, a lot of the young players going to uh, south of Spain with the. Uh, with the main squad was it was a nice thing. I think it was also a little bit of necessity as well, if we if we're being totally honest. But mm. um yeah, to see players like him, um Tezgel, etc., uh, have a few minutes um was was really sweet. And it's just if like if you're guaranteed wholesome vibes, it's gonna be the sort of Mamadi Sadibi, arguably the most wholesome Stoke City player of all time. Um so I'm it's it's really nice that there's uh, that um, I, I guess a little bit of heritage in a way that Sadibi, um, even before his lad 
became involved. Sadibi's been involved in the club a long time, and he's he's stuck he's stuck around, and um, that's really nice. I hope it's not a Liam Delap <laughs> scenario for us, but um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Uh, there's not much else I can say. Like he'll probably have a few League Cup minutes, maybe, um, but uh, don't put too much pressure on a 16 year old kid because yeah, I've put pressure pressure on 30 year olds, and <laughs> they've they've buckled. That's very, very fair. Um, Alex Neal then, as uh, you, someone said, was was down the pub, wasn't he, earlier this week? Um, and there has been this massive PR campaign, as we say, by the club. What um, what's everyone made of that? Like Alex Neal out speaking to fans. Generally, the the push that the club's been doing. How how? It's it's nice. I mean, they started off with. I think I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the tagline for buying season tickets was it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what was on the top of the email that I got sent. So you can, you can do in it that short Saturday. space of time since they started offering those up, they've gone from it's a thing to just kind of normal things that, you know. If there's, if there's one thing you do. can say about us, we are a thing. <laughs> I know we like to slag us off, but you can't deny we are a thing. But yeah, I mean that's I guess that's an improvement, at least arguably. Mm. And it's nice for Alex Neal to get out there and do that because then maybe it settles the nerves of quite a few people. Yeah, I thought I when think... you said it's nice initially, I thought you were like, it's nice that they've let him out of his transfer dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sat there doing the transfers. 24 hours a day and mm-hmm. he gets to go to the pub. Yeah. Yeah. I think It'll be interesting a... to see if they do the same thing after a 3 0 loss at home to Rob. I, I was just about to say, I think it's one thing doing it at the start of the season. And obviously, it's another thing, if, you know, walking into a pub when you're 18th after 15 games or something. But I mean, there's no, you know, there's no reason for them to do that other than, you know, other than for their own misery really i don't think they gain anything by doing that anyway i don't think i think if fans are set against something fans are set against something i don't think they can be appeased by a man going into a pub (laughs) it doesn't get you any points if you're in that situation but i agree with i agree with george it's it's nice i think one of the problems we certainly had under the previous chief executive was that we were probably i think probably viewed too much as customers we're probably ultimately still viewed as customers by the club it's still a business, whatever. But there was that kind of, you know, oh well, you know, what do you don't you can't you don't really make these comments, you know, come and you know have a chat with us in this forum. We'll we'll curate all the all the questions and that'll be that. So yeah, in a more informal environment and backing up clearly to our feedback in the in the survey on the last pod, they've clearly taken all our comments on board. Which is all that does, really, isn't it? I, yeah, was, I, I was just I was going to mention, like, obviously it's, we have complained for quite a number of years on this podcast about the public relations side of the club not being um, not being good enough and, like, even like, things in our social media just being a bit, a bit tin pot and things like that. And lo and behold, they they make it the most tin pot it's ever been by including us in a signing yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I got no, texts the, the, off people and everything. The eight grand we all got paid for that was oh. just great. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling in that. Thank you, Bet365. Bet in play now. <laughs> oh, 
responsibly. I think that's right. You just like you kind of accept that you are a customer nowadays, but it's nice for them to at least feign some pretend, kind of pretend that you might not be for yeah. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, pretend you're not a customer and I'll be a better community. customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there is like the community trust do fantastic things, but they kind of seem like I might be speaking out of turn, but they basically seem like they're a separate thing to the football club. Mm-hmm. So it's nice for you know at least token gestures like the manager going to a pub to maybe just kind of I, a little bit more. I am expecting that hippo tank we demanded to be at the ground, though, when I turn up for Rod Room. I am expecting that to be installed. I will be disappointed if it's not. <laughs> we can. Yeah, we should um, mention we the open training session and the uh, hmm. meet and greet they did with three of the new signings. And yeah, it's 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 a hell of a lot better than we've had before. Um, obviously, we're we're cynical codgers anyway <laughs> because because Stoke. But uh, yeah, I'd I'd rather it exist than not exist. Yes, what you're saying yeah. is, Dave, it's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> See how that circled back around. That is narrow. Go on then. First game of the season, Rotherham. How do we feel it's going to go? Like, genuinely. Uh, oh, I have a... Um, hang on no a sec. One. Well, it's funny you should say that, George. I got a message from Tony. He says, is it at home? Yes. There's a big pause. And he said nil one. So there we go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. How, how, how do we feel it's going to go? I'd like I to... Think- we're going to batter him. Oh, sorry. No. Uh, I was just, just we we we're going to batter him. Um, I think whatever combination of players we we play, uh, we'll be able to take him apart. Um, we're at home. We're, we're riding a bit of a sort of feeling of good fortune. Rotherham, very very uh, heavily tipped to go down this season. Uh, yeah, I think we'll absolutely take him apart. One 0 Rotherham. <laughs> I'd like to say that. Just for to preface on any of that, last season we got one point from Rotherham from two games. We conceded three goals from one shot on target. <laughs> that's that's not one shot on target per game. That's one shot on target across both games, and we cool. and we had about forty six shots and yeah. scored two goals. We had twenty nine in the first yeah. one, I think, <laughs> which we didn't score. So they had a 300% conversion ratio with yes. shots on target. Yeah, that's that's neat. Dwight Gale oh. just broke out in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I think, based on the fact that we never seem to beat them, um, I think it will be a very entertaining 2-2 draw that I will be very annoyed by. But mm-hmm. I think it will be a, I think it will be a good game. Um. Because I think, I think Matt is Matt's spot on. Is this our it's not going to end or two fifth two. season down? Sorry, Dave. What was that? Fifth or sixth season down. The I Turkish the Turkish police have got him again. Oh so. no! <laughs> I think it's the sixth one. Sixth season down. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the sixth oh. season down. Oh God! What are they doing to Turkish him? Prison. Oh no! <laughs> six season down. Yes, six season down. Yes. Right, wave, thank wave you. if you um, took you to Istanbul. 
um, it's all right. My captors are treating me very well. Um, yeah, so sixth season down. Can we please not sing when Stoke go down, we all go down? It, it makes yeah, me yeah. sad. It reminds mm. me of a happier time. Well, there Matt you go, was, public service announcement. Matt was right, so it's 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 going to be a, a really entertaining game. But I'm flashing back to not last season, but the season before we played them at home, and like uh, their goalkeeper seemed to be made of magnets, and the ball would hit him, and it felt like we just needed like one more minute, and then we'd score. Well, in this season of the championship, we're going to have all of the extra minutes. There's going to be 18 minutes in total added time in this game. And because of that, we're going to win 4-2. <laughs> How can oh, I, I say, by the way, that is that is devastating to my train. Uh, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> Ima- yeah, imagine yeah. living in a city outside <laughs> of Stoke and trying to watch a Tuesday or Wednesday night game now. Finished. That's, that's all for like eight, what, eight minutes added time. I'm on a, I'm on, I get there with like 30 seconds to spare. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a nightmare, but anyway, that's 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 for the time, isn't it? You just have to get booed as you stand up and walk out. The, the, the best one actually was when the forest train got cancelled and everyone was laughing, and I was just sat there going, "Great, that's my train back cancelled." <laughs> <laughs> what about then the season as a whole? Do we pin our colours to the mast with a projection? Um. I'm just going to start and say um, I think we're going to finish 16th. (laughs) I think this is the year we finally break out, finally (laughs) blow off all the shackles and, you know, get rid of all the negativity. And yeah, we finished 10th. Um, (laughs) But I, I think it will be a positive season, which is the first time in several years I think I've come to that conclusion. I do think there will be a lot to be pleased about hopefully this year um i can add in the uh the finishes since relegation um so 19th <laughs> was was the relegation season 16th 15th 14th 14th and 16th so i'm gonna go 17th <laughs> <laughs> okay just, why not why 15. not yeah why not dream eh 13. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is always my favourite bit of the season. Uh, and then the season starts and it just gets worse. So I'm going to go for 12th because I don't think anyone else has said that yet. Love it. So positive from all of us. Um, well, yeah. I, I kind of it's think a thing. It's a thing, isn't it? Football. Well, listen, we will probably be back next Sunday to talk about the first game of the season. Football, eh? It's back again. It's like it's never been away. Can't wait to be two months away and be hating doing a podcast. Um, Anyone got any other business to discuss? I'd just like to feed the hippos with Marnus Labashane, Steve Smith. David Warner, Usman Kawaja, Travis Head, Mitchell Stark, Stark. Carey, Pat Cummins, Alex Carey. 
the one Josh with Hazel, Scott Josh Hazelwood. Scott, Scott Boland can just be there. <laughs> um, yeah, just that's that's basically what Nathan I'd like Lyon. to feed. Nathan uh, he, he, he can't feed a man to the hippos when he's down. Um, <laughs> that's literally like how you feed him to the hippos. To be that's fair, true. Hazelwood, Hazelwood, Hazel. I just like to feed them all to the hippos because they made me very sad in the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, and like, the weather like, can we feed the weather feed, to the hippos as well feeding rain to the hippos and watching them inflate <laughs> like a fucking balloon um <laughs> uh well well bold stuart broad uh I, this, this might be the first time his name has appeared at the podcast but uh oh what a what a bloody bloke Every everyone should wear a hair hairband to the game on Saturday in tribute. He can be on he can be our new target man. He's six foot he's six foot six. Get him in the get him in. He's got nothing, nothing else to do now. I'll just do what Sam Surridge did. <laughs> Go to the gym after the game. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he wasn't picked. <laughs> Even when the game didn't happen. <laughs> Right, before we venture into slander territory, um, <laughs> let us wrap up. We will be back then next week. Until then, Tom Thrower, thank you for joining us. Oh, God, here we go again. Here we go again. George Weaver, good luck. There once was a podcast called Wizards <laughs> who liked to shove their views down listeners' gizzards. <laughs> they talked about Stoke, but alas, they were woke. And they thought all the monarchs were lizards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's so good. <laughs> Matt, we'll see you thank on you. the other side. Yeah, yeah. Looking looking forward to it. It's great to be back, as you can tell by my tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to this season. Let's go. Let's go, Stoke. Dave. You have. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Thank you for that, Dave. It's my my Turkish interrogators. (laughs) 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 We will see you all next week, presumably. Until then, up the Berbers. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. You daft. Hobbits. Bye.